0: Attention deficit disorder is basically a normal phase of any child. They don't pay attention. It's the job of the parents to teach them how to listen. Instead of doing that, we have now, instead of saying the parents are not doing a good job, we have now labeled the child as having a dysfunction or a disorder, and this is uh, unconscionable. They don't have the experience. They don't know what they're doing and what's happening with them is they're making decisions that are very bad, developing habits that are very bad, without anyone correcting those habits. Uh, And so you see them very often out of control.
1: This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I am honored to be joined in the studio by Dr. Dominic Maglio. Now, Dr. Maglio is a professor, a psychologist, and a therapist, and uh, he has a new book that just came out called In a PC Nation, In-Charge Parenting.
0: Okay, first thing is, I I have been a college professor for a decade. Um, I also had a practice in uh, psychology for over 40-something, 47 years. I have moved away from that at this particular point. I have a uh, college preparatory school with my wife. and that's what I'm doing. But the the uh, experiences that I've had have been, as I like to say, in the trenches. And I have learned a lot of things about how children function and how parents function through the, through through those through all of these experiences that I've had. And what I want to do is share the knowledge with people because what's happening is a family unit has is almost disintegrating in this upside-down PC world. And um, I think it's very important to get it back in shape because without a functioning family, we are um, having difficulties that we're not going to be able to overcome by big government. Um, The family is, is falling apart because of what had happened really 50 years ago with Dr. Spock talking about changing the way families operate. And one of the things that happened was Dr. Spock ran for the socialist, on the socialist party for president of the United States. He was a confirmed, self-defined socialist. He wanted this country to change its history by redefining what a family is. Instead of in-charge parenting, he wanted to make it a democratic or unit. And what he did was he gave the power to the children in the same amount of power as the parents. The reason why this was picked up by the country, uh, and especially it took a while, it took over 40-something years for this to become the prevalent way of thinking. The reason is because it's easier. It's a permissive, materialistic approach, which means that if you allow children to do what they want to do, they're going to be happy. This is what his belief was. And if you give them bribes, give them material wealth, what's going to happen is that uh, they are going to be uh, very, very um, able to be con- to, to be dealt with because they're going to have all these material things to take, uh, to use for their own personal interest. And by the way, it has happened. Children are so involved, and not only children now, but parents as well, um, online that they don't hardly ever talk to e- to each other, to the family members. Parents are isolated from their children because they really have their own world that they're in as well. The the being sacred uh, a, a parent's a job as being a sacred duty to to their to them future and as to the family's future is no longer being upheld. So parents are shirking their responsibility of doing the things necessary to do. And they really can't because what happens is when they do this, the um, problem becomes the child suffers. And we have not seen an ac- epidemic of one disorder after another. When I first started in, in psychology, There was basically learning disabled, which was the one that came on when I was in college. But before that, it was mentally retarded and also uh, basically we used to call them delinquents, but it was uh, children out of control, uh, behavior disorders. Um, They were uh, not following and they were antisocial. Now we have a whole range of activities and they keep on... Disorders that keep on being um, promulgated for the sake of the the sake of of selling um, their practice to people who are involved in in selling these disorders. For instance, uh, attention deficit disorder is basically a normal phase of any child. They don't pay attention. It's a job of the parents to teach them how to listen. Instead of doing that we have now, instead of saying the parents are not doing a good job, we have now labeled the child as having a dysfunction or a disorder. And this is um, unconscionable because children are being uh, not only labeled but they're being forced to be labeled because it's, it's almost uh, chic to have children uh, today be labeled for the, for the sake of the parents because they now have to—I uh, saw this in Miami and talking to parents—what they claim is that they have this defective person, and they are wonderfully dealing with the with defect by uh, basically being out front uh, with the problems the child's having instead of trying to correct them.
1: So you mentioned earlier in your response there that a lot of what society did was give power to the children as opposed to having the parents keeping power. How does your book propose to give power back to families?
0: Okay, it really was done by the experts, by the media. Uh, this this has been done over uh, many, many years. Uh, and also we have an, an a PC Nation in a politically correct nation, um, it's almost unfair for a parent to discipline their because Once they do that, it's abuse. Uh, even the most mild spanking has become uh, objectionable. Uh, children have no guidance because they are equal to the parent, um, and because they're equal to the parent, they are—they don't have the experience. They don't know what they're doing, and what the What's happening with them is they're making decisions that are very bad, developing habits that are very bad, without anyone correcting those habits. Uh, and so you see them very often out of control because they know how to—they're have they're experts in debating, and they're experts in pushing the envelope. And without parameters, without any correction, they will continue to do it, and they get more and more obnoxious. Um, and that's what we're seeing. But the, the, the real issue is that no one's in charge. Uh, and there's a lot of confusion, a lot of chaos in the family, and that spreads out to other areas that the child goes into. It goes into school. Uh, teachers, I have my own, I have my own uh, college preparatory school, and teachers in public school, in public school, have no ability to set down rules and regulations because they're really nothing more than um, readers of a script rather than creative teachers. In our school, what we do is we set rules down, we conscientiously conscientiously them. Children know what their place is, and they're much happier, much healthier, and they're much more, um, you know, they're, they're much more alive because they can do things that they know uh, is helping them grow as people. Uh, instead of... Be- you know, I, wrote, I just wrote an article. I write articles as well um, uh, for papers throughout the United States. And one of the things I wrote, "Monkey See, Monkey Do." As I haven't published it yet, but the thing about it is, they watch children do absurd behaviors. They copy them. They learn bad language and learn bad behaviors, and no one corrects them. And it's um, it's sinful to watch the process because it's destroying our children. And without healthy children, we're not going to be a healthy society. And we're seeing effects of this after 50 years where a lot of the institutions are breaking down because now they're old enough to get into positions enough. They're not doing the job as well as they could do it if they were trained uh, better to, to be appropriate. So we're seeing the impact in, in this uh, you know, upside down America that we're in right now. So are there practical
1: steps that families can take to get their kids on the right path?
0: Okay. in In the book, uh, I discuss specific training, and the training is uh, in reality training. There's uh, obviously potty training. There's uh, training in conscience development. There's training in honesty. All of these things. I have a whole list of uh, of types of training there. There is, um, and I, let me just uh, look at at some of them that just to give you. There is. Uh, Pain training, empathy training, courage, intelligence, uh, work ethic training. There's uh, many different areas that I cover. And what it does, it talks about how we have traditionally and uh, biblically and naturally trained children in the past and what needs to be done for them to become healthy, strong, have a strong, healthy foundation for them to grow in. So that's what the book specifically talks about. And are these
1: tips only tips that parents can use, or can these be used by anyone who regularly interacts with children, say churches or teachers or people a- in positions like that?
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm right now uh, writing a book in, in charge schools, and it really carries over. It, it, it teachers also have to have uh, to be in charge. Uh, the principal has to be in charge. Um Anybody, in, in, you know, interacts if, uh, say, for instance, if an uncle comes over and he sees something as not being done right or an aunt, they need to stand up and say, no, you don't do it that way, this is, this is much better for you. So that everybody understands that as adults, we have a sacred duty to help out our children become the best they can be as, as uh, adults, and they have to learn.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, one thing that I am wondering as we discuss this is I'm sure that there are spiritual connections for all of this and ways that this links back to the Bible. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Okay,
0: one of the things it said, you know, discipline is love, love is discipline. Um, throughout the Bible, it talks about that if you really love a person, you, you will help them develop discipline, okay? Um, because really what, what we're talking about is making the child in the image of God and, and doing the right things. So I think that uh, when people realize that this is a, an opportunity to do uh, wonderful things for this, this child as they grow, um, they would do it in a way that they would have interest in doing it rather than just kind of shooing the, the child off or allowing them to do things that are counterproductive to their, you know, personal health. Mm.
1: Cool. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Maglio, for coming on the show today and really just sharing your wisdom. If people want to get a copy of your book, In a PC Nation In Charge Parenting, where can they find that?
0: Um, It's on Amazon, Google, as well as it can come on my webpage, uh, drmaglio.com, and uh, also I'm having uh, inchargeparenting.com.
1: Okay, great. So you can check out drmaglio.com and also inchargeparenting.com for more information about the book. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate having you here and having your time.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: Absolutely. You've been listening to Dr. Dominic Maglio on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Do you dream of starting your own business? Do you feel stuck in survival mode? Turn your dream into reality by learning biblical principles and business skills to fuel your entrepreneurial vision. The Joseph Business School is a premier Christian business school that prepares kingdom minded entrepreneurs. It's a nationally accredited entrepreneurship program that shows you practical and spiritual principles on how to start and run a business God's way. And in nine months, you'll have a comprehensive business plan for your specific business idea. They offer weekend and online courses to fit any busy schedule. If you're excited about becoming your own boss, but know you need some focused teaching how to start and grow a profitable business, then Joseph Business School is for you. Don't delay. Spring classes start April 8th, 2017. Visit them at jbs.edu slash online program. That's jbs.edu slash online program or call one 791 4527 And now, back to the show. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network.